Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Momenta on the Main Line. We're your hosts. I'm Dr. Joanna Holleran. And I'm Dr. Alon Green. We're here to talk about all things health, wellness, fitness, performance, and overall well-being. Hope you enjoy the show. today is a certified yoga instructor, mindfulness and meditation teacher, and EFT slash TFT tapping instructor with special certifications for trauma-sensitive populations. In many experiences throughout her life, she's been able to apply the following quote introduced to her by her mom. It's the journey, not the destination. Whether she's on her yoga mat, spending time with her husband, son, family, and friends, yoga is a journey to finding happiness in the present moment. Since obtaining her 200-hour RYT certification in 2012, she's taught within studios for non local nonprofits, school systems, Chester County Youth Center, and most recently opened her own business, Dayvibes LLC. Dayvibes services include assisting employers and their employees to create a happy workplace environment by implementing general yoga and meditation into the workday. This helps to create a comfortable, open lines of communication and helps to decrease turnover. She loves to teach and practice yoga with anyone and everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Jess Lupacchino. Thanks for having me. Hi, everyone. Welcome. We're so excited to have you on. Thanks. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we uh, we mentioned it a little bit before we started recording here, but uh, we've been wanting to, to do this with you for the longest time. When we first started the podcast, we were coming up with a list of people that we wanted to interview it. And I was like, we got to interview Jess and we wanted to have you in person. And then COVID spiked again. So I'm, I'm really excited to actually have the opportunity to, to do this because we're stoked on what you do and we want people to know about it. So thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, well, first, first question, we usually start off with a little bit of a, a background, but I know before you started day vibes, you had uh, some experience with yoga, um, and whatnot, but I think I also read in your bio that you used to work in project management. Is that right? Yeah. For about 20 years. Yeah. So, so I'm curious what, what kind of had you shift that career path toward, uh, toward what you're doing now with day vibes? Um, well, really just trying to figure out, um, what they refer to now as, uh, life work integration opposed to work life balance, which I think is awesome because really, you know, we shouldn't be figuring out our life around work. It should be the opposite. Um, so, you know, yoga was one of, um, those hobbies, activities that I was able to squeeze into my life, um, back in about 2007. And when I did, I realized, um, it helped me so much, uh, with finding that life work integration. And it just made it easier to go to work and also kind of, um, figure out where I, where I was, um, in my personal and also my work career life. Cool. And I find it interesting too, because I think as a, as a very non-flexible person myself, I feel like yoga is very, very challenging. Um, but I feel like yoga was the first thing that I truly understood the word practice, you know, where it's, it's that constant kind of, um, effort to get better at it. Uh, so 
I guess there are so many different types of, of yoga. Can you talk a little bit about the, the type of yoga that um, you typically enjoy, the type of yoga that you typically teach and utilize? Is it, is it different in any way or is it kind of consistent? Yeah. So interestingly enough, and that's a great question um, because I think there are other um, yoga instructors um, like myself who, when we um, started, you know, practicing yoga, um, it was really like a vinyasa flow, which is a lot of sun salutations, um, moving from asana, which is a posture in yoga from asana to asana, um, and really working on your breath. And of, of course, um, any yoga that I love, uh, to teach and also practice, you know, it's really more about getting out of your head and letting go of the past and the control over the future and finding the present moment. Um, but for me personally, when I first started, it was um, more so about the challenge, getting better um, and the workout. So over the years, as I've deepened my practice, it's less about the challenge and the workout and it's more about the deepening and really, um, finding myself, which is, is why I started day vibes and, you know, kind of the way I teach is more about, there's no right and wrong. Um, as far as your actual physical practice, I want people to more, um, you know, deepen emotionally and connect with themselves. Yeah. That's a really good, um, point right there about deepening your own personal emotional state and understanding. And I want to ask you, because I know when I think about like yoga and meditation, I think about something that's very personal, you know, it's a very personal practice and, and you, you really come to understand, I think yourself better, your, your emotions, your mind state. Um, but how do you take that sort of personal practice and transition it into day vibes where it's more of like workplace, you know, you're trying to kind of um, take a bunch of individual personalities and, and find some sort of mindful place. How do you do that since it's a, it's a personal practice, but in a, in a shared space? Yeah. Um, well, I try to come from a place of, um, being relatable in that I spent 20 years in that corporate chair. Mm -hmm. And I think when it really comes down to it, when you're working with employees, um, because I, I experienced that, I think it's um, safe to say that a lot of us have been in similar situations <laughs> throughout that nine to five um, work life. So I try to be relatable and talk about those feelings of being overwhelmed with your work and, um, you know, burnout prevention. I do a lot of workshops on that because I think so many of us uh, especially in, in our generation, I mean, I'm like at the beginning of the millennials. Um, so I think we still kind of have that gen X, um, and boomer, uh, go to work, uh, yeah. put your head down and keep your mouth shut. Yeah. yeah um, keep, keep grinding through to retirement. <laughs> yes. And, you know, thank God, thank goodness we're evolving. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, this, um, this practice, as far as corporate wellness goes, is about finding your voice 
And rather than sometimes um, <laughs> speaking in a way that's going to leave you and maybe someone else feeling bad, um, it's about finding your voice, using it um, to really speak clearly and effectively and come from a place of confidence. And, um, you know, it's going to help you focus, become more clear and really just, you know, find your place, find your life work integration and know that you can do a really good job. You can also speak up for yourself and you can enjoy going to work. Um, because as you deepen your practice and you start to learn about yourself, you're going to be so much better for others. And Mm -hmm. at the height of it all, um, you're going to be happy and happiness is contagious. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and, and that's why I think, you know, what you do is so cool. Cause it's, it is very beneficial to be able to come in and provide an opportunity for people to become a bit more grounded and also kind of have a sense of clarity and, mm. and yeah, sense of presence in what you do. Um, so I, I think that's super cool. Can, can you tell me a little bit about, um, the types of like companies that you're working with the environment? Cause I know it's, it's pretty spread, um, but just to give the audience an idea of the types of places that you're going into to, to work with people. Sure. Um, as far as day vibes clients go, um, I'm at the Barnes foundation, which is a nonprofit. They're a huge art collector, um, in Philadelphia. And recently, um, I'll be going, um, I just found out that I'll be going to Alexandria, Virginia to Stanley. Yeah. To Stanley Martin. Um, homes, which is pretty cool into their corporate office where we'll be doing a um, half in person and then zooming out to uh, remote employees. Um, and then I do some smaller companies an HVAC company. We all know Patrick Boyle. Yep. Uh, so Boyle, <laughs> yeah. Um, who's great. And actually, if I can take a moment um, to just talk about Boyle Energy and Patrick. Yeah, he was also kind of who I was thinking of too, because I, I find it so interesting that I'll, I'll let you tell it. I, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's awesome because, um, you know, Patrick runs Boyle Energy and um, not only does he put these sessions in place, uh, which uh, Jess Harrington, as you know, journey to yourself, stress mm-hmm. management coach, um, you know, we go in together and the coolest part is that Patrick is there with his employees for the sessions. He's participating, um, he's vocal, and he wants to create this healthy, amazing, happy corporate culture, which is, which is what we all really want. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And I think, uh, I guess, there, there are a lot of people who are working jobs that they may be passionate about, may not be, but I think at the end of the day, it all kind of comes down to having an opportunity to check in with yourself and, and ground yourself and kind of move forward the best like version of yourself, if that makes sense. Yes. And so I'm, I'm curious if you have, um, any tips for anybody listening, just some, some of the strategies that you use to help people kind of take a second to get grounded again and, you know, root down and, and find that, that sense of peace within themselves throughout the workday. If they feel overwhelmed, you know, with the workday or the tasks ahead, um, what does that look like? 
Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, um, the way I start out and, and most sessions, um, is just with breathing exercises. Mm -hmm. And the reason I suggest this, um, to everyone is because the one thing we are all in control of at all times is our breath. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so to really, you know, kind of break away from whatever has happened in the past, because so many of us, um, kind of get hung up on these situations that, you know, the hamster wheels going, the broken record thoughts, the, um, obsessive compulsive thinking where we just, we waste so much time and spend so much time on these things that have already happened. Um, and, and why, and then also trying to control the future where, sorry, but your plans for next week could possibly get ruined by who knows what. So really that's, <laughs> that's out of your control too. So why spend so much time stressing um, or being anxious over something that you, you have no idea how it's going to go. So to come back into the present moment and um, really just be mindful of all that matters right now is you're alive and you're breathing. So take a moment to take the biggest breath of the day as, uh, one of my favorite people yoga with Adrian always says, take your biggest breath of the day. Um, it's the easiest thing to do. Just take a moment and inhale deeply and exhale completely and then move on with, you know, your day, the present moment. Um, I wanted to ask you a question because, you know, I think it's easy to recognize when you're com- becoming overwhelmed yourself with your own personal work or maybe within a work environment, but what are some of the, I guess, signs and symptoms as we would say, you know, within the health field, um, that it's time to kind of seek extra help and maybe take a step toward trying to gain more mindfulness within your workplace. Um, what are some of the things that like within the workplace specifically as a team that people could look out for to say like, okay, I need to take that extra extra step and and look for a little bit of, you know, counseling of some sort in the mindfulness in the workplace. Yeah. Um, that's a great question. And it's, it's important to talk about because the, the, uh, best method for, uh, (laughs) Burnout is burnout prevention because once you're once you're in it, it it's a dark place to be. The in. fire has started. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're in it. So um, if you can recognize um, some symptoms prior, for instance, headaches, um, and 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 uh, these are more physical symptoms, mm-hmm. um, but body aches. Um, you know, even simple things as far that you you know notice every day at your desk, neck pain, back pain. Um, and also one that's physical and emotional, um, can be shoulder pain and hip pain because we tend to men, especially in your upper body, when something's going on emotionally, you can hold that as physical pain in your neck and shoulders. And women more so tend to hold that emotional pain that comes out physically in your hips. Um, so you may notice these things going on, um, definitely your temper, you know, it's easy (laughs) to, (laughs) it's easy to, uh, become a little more assertive, um, and maybe, you know, snap on people, 
Um, kind of those feelings of anxiety can start to happen. So there's a, a lot going on. Um, mm-hmm. You know, when you get home, you could feel very frustrated, um, you know, after work, and you may be taking that out on your family or friends, mm-hmm. um, which is a, a huge sign. Um, exhaustion, maybe you're not getting enough sleep because you're up at night thinking about all the things you know, that happened or that you need to do at work. So those are a a few, uh, prevention symptoms or signs. What about as, um, like as an employer recognizing certain patterns between, uh, your employees, maybe within their interactions, are there different things that we could be aware of that, you know, maybe, maybe, someone as an employer thinks everything is really great, but then they start to see little problems crop up between employees. Have you recognized any patterns and behavior that might clue into needing a little extra help? In your 20 years experience working in. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, Interestingly enough, people get quiet, really quiet. Okay. And I I think that's, that's a great time, um, to really implement some, something different, (laughs) a big sign that things need to change. Um, people get really quiet, um, because they get tired of voicing their opinion. Um, hopeless maybe with the work. Okay. Yeah. And I think they, they revert back to that, um, head down. Um, especially if it's the type of person that wasn't originally like that. If all of a sudden now head down, mouth shut, um, that's a a major red flag that something's going on. Um, And I think when you walk into any department or a room, um, anytime there's tension and overwhelmment, you can just feel it. Mm -hmm. Um, You can just feel it. So you know, I think it's, it's really great for employers, um, to be checking in more often than that annual review. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I think it's also important here to talk about, um, finding a balance because so often, um, I think we hear people really dishing on management. Sure. Because people leave a lot of the time because of bad management. They don't necessarily leave because the machine is broken. They leave because there's that, you know, management that's just not, not great. Um, So I think it's important to remember, you know, stress starts at the top. So owners, CEOs, um, they're stressed, but it's important to remember that it trickles down and the people below them are doubly stressed. Yeah. It's true. Um, and, and you've got to find a little empathy and compassion all around to realize that no matter which end you're at, everybody's stressed, everybody's overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm curious too, because I think, I think being able to go into a place and, and have, or I guess, establish enough level of comfort to be able to have those conversations or to be able to bring those things up to influence a more positive environment when it comes to communication within the company. How do you go about doing that? <laughs> That's, I mean, it, it can be challenging. And, and I, I guess I assume that most of the, the companies that bring you on are, are at the point where they're interested in doing that and ready to do that, but still it's, it's not easy to be able to 
accomplish that, right? Yeah, I mean, I think right now I'm kind of in that um, stage, you know, Day Vibes hasn't even been in business for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now, I'm as far as corporate goes, I'm doing a lot of um, like one-off sessions. So I'll go in for like, you know, one wellness session other than like Boyle Energy and Barnes Foundation um, where I touch on these things. And I, I think the best way to touch on these things is um, before I book a session, I ask for um, the company to share with me their mission statement, um, their you know core values, and I try to build those into the session. Mm-hmm. And I try to talk about communication if that's one of their core values, um, or I pull things from their mission statement. And you know, also I I ask questions and I suggest you know, that employees and employers come to me and let me know, you know, what their personal issue is, what their issue at the company is, you know, I like to make it very open. Of course, I'm not a doctor, but, <laughs> no, <it's still. laughs> but I'm, I'm willing to listen to people. And if, if you're open to share with me the direction you want to go or the issue, you know, that you're currently having, I, I try to, you know, cover all of that. Yeah. And for what it's worth, I think at the end of the day, like we're all human and have experiences with these things. And I think especially people involved in health and wellness just have like an intuitive sense of, of just wanting to help asking questions and then being able to use their expertise for it. I mean, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I actually, um, a good friend of mine, Mary Bigum, uh, I grew up with her and she has a company, um, called Dishworks LLC. Mm-hmm awesome company. They, um, provide, um, marketing and ads for larger food companies, uh, which is really cool. And they create content for these companies. Um, and I've done a few sessions with them and it's great because, um, when these companies tend to have the one-off sessions, it's kind of like a wellness day. So they bring Mm -hmm. other people in and it's so cool. Um, to experience the other people that they, they bring into these sessions, um, different speakers. So I think it's really neat that these companies are, are really trying, um, to create employee happiness, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, I guess it should go without saying, but it's like, take care of your people and and everybody does well. Right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm, I'm curious. I'm going to take a step back because I know you were talking a little bit about, um, just because in what we do, we're chiropractors. And so we, we do see people who end up coming in with, you know, headaches and neck pain, shoulder pain, back pain, all that kind of stuff. Um, and we also specifically have a question on our intake form that asks for stress levels because they're typically correlated. Right. And it's like a chicken or the egg thing. It's like this stress create the postures that creates the pain, or is it vice versa? Who knows? But either way, they're, they're definitely associated in some way. And I know that you use um, EFT and TFT tapping as part of your um, approach to things. Can you talk a little bit about what is EFT and TFT tapping? Um, and then a little bit about how you utilize them to, to help out with that. Sure. Um, what I love about EFT and TFT, so EFT is emotional field therapy TFT is thought field therapy. And then there's also um, emotional field therapy energy. Um, 
which is a little more, I guess a little more spiritual. You can include like your third eye. Um, and, and they're both based on releasing physical and emotional stress, anxiety, tension from the meridians in your body. So the meridians, um, according to traditional Chinese medicine, um, are these points in your body um, that allow your vital energy to flow. And these meridians can sometimes become blocked. So for instance, your third eye, um, under your eyes, where sometimes that um, there's sensitive areas you mm -hmm. just assume are your sinuses. Um, could maybe be something else going on, could be a blocked meridian. Mm -hmm. These are also areas um, um, that acupuncturists use uh, for release. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so if we tap literally these areas, tap into, <laughs> um, you can release some of this physical, emotional um, pain and tension. So emotional field therapy is if you're open to talking about what's going on emotionally. Um, same with the energy, you just, like I said, include the third eye. Um, but you create a short phrase. For instance, I want to let go of whatever your, your trauma is or your situation. Mm -hmm. um, thought fuel therapy is great to do, um, for instance, at Boil Energy. Um, and more corporate settings, group settings, I tend to do the thought field therapy because um, you're saying that in your head, that short phrase, I want to let go of. You're not speaking out loud. Um, and then there are different algorithms. So there are algorithm tapping algorithms, excuse me, for um, anxiety, physical pain, emotional, um, you know, which is, is pretty cool um, because you can, you know, kind of relieve uh, some of the symptoms of your emotional and physical pain yeah. just by tapping on your body. And it's great because, for instance, during the pandemic, um, you know, counselors and therapists were so difficult to get an appointment, um, whether virtual or especially in person. They still so, can be. Yeah. Yeah. So these alternative therapy methods are great. And, and whether you believe, <laughs> I'll tell you, whether you believe it's actually working, um, I'll tell you that while you're doing them, you're not thinking about what's bothering you. Yeah. So you're getting out of your head, you're doing something different. You're trying something new, which I think is, is so important because I think once we get hung up, it's almost like burnout. Once you're in it, it's hard to get out of it. So just trying something new is, is so important. Yeah. Can you paint a, a little bit of a picture for us as to what a tapping session would look like? Is it something you can do in you know, a couple of minutes? Do you want to dedicate a little bit more time to it? Do you want to focus on a specific meridian? Like, how would you know which to tap or do you tap many points or, you know, what, what does it yeah. look like if you're practicing? Yeah. So, um, you know, a group session is a little more surfacey. We don't really dive into, um, scaling, um, but an individual session, um, there are two scales that EFT and TFT use 
the SUD scale, S-U-D, and the SU scale, which I believe is just S-U-E. Um, and their scales on a level of one to 10 or negative 10 to 10. And we kind of see where you rate yourself. Now, if you're at like a, a six or a seven, I, I wouldn't work with you um, because you probably should go see a doctor or a therapist. If you're in this, you know, dark place, that's, that's not me. But if you have a, you know, just something that's, that's really bothering you weighing a little bit heavy, but you think you can, you know, continue on with your daily routine, that's a great place to try tapping. Mm -hmm. Um, and then in like a group session, you know, I would, I would just say it's, it's safe to go with like a TFT anxiety type of algorithm, um, because it's relatable. Um, I think we can all probably think of something we're anxious about in this very moment. So absolutely we can. <laughs> yeah. And, and we kind of run through those, um, that algorithm, we can run through it like three times. Um, and there's also something that I love, um, that I learned when I became certified, um, to do EFT and TFT tapping, it's called HAB, H-A-B, heart activated breathing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of like, you can set an intention an affirmation or your mantra and you inhale it. And as you inhale, you imagine it literally traveling through your heart and then back out of your heart into the world. And, you know, it's interesting, um, science, um, I think in, it was like the late eighties that science finally said, Oh, mind and body is related. Mm -hmm. Yeah. which wasn't that long ago, which is kind of nuts. I mean, like, uh, yeah, but it, I mean, at the same time, it's something that like, I feel like has very taboo before. Yeah. yeah. Even though it's like probably been, you know, a thing for thousands of years, you know, where it's like, right. like, of course, like I, I feel like there are things that we just intuitively know, you mm-hmm. know, but then yeah. we don't have the scientific terms to necessarily um, explain it, you know, like we, we can't explain it in, in, in ways that we have concrete evidence of, um, which is right. why I, I appreciate you talking about it too. Cause I think that, um, and I know you mentioned it as like a, an alternative thing, but I think that regardless of the approach, there are so many things that would be classified as alternative that work because you're putting conscious effort and intention into doing them. And right. so I think, I think a sense of openness, especially for, for anybody listening or interested in trying it, maintaining a sense of openness and, and willingness to just kind of experience is, is really crucial. And in doing that, you may, you know, find that it's an extremely beneficial tool for you and potentially others. Um, so right. I find it yeah, fascinating. And um, yeah, I think if we stick too much to, to what's ingrained in the current science then we miss out on a lot of other benefits. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, what, what harm does it do to breathe an intention in and out of your heart? Yeah. Like you're, you're going to be okay. <laughs> it's not going to hurt you. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's just, you know, I think it's great to take time um, to connect, you know, that analytical side of you to your heart, because so often it's like, of, of course we want to, you know, come from a place of love. Um, but we use our brain to do that. Like, of course they're connected. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
I, I find it interesting too. So we, we had, well, you know, you had Jess Harrington on too, and, and, you know, she was talking about, uh, even like recognizing certain symptoms of stress within your body. And, and sometimes it's hard to even recognize when that's happening. Um, and so having a lot of options for things that you can easily do, like, you know, sitting and breathing and, and, you know, consciously thinking about a certain intention or a thing that you want to be able to let go and breathe and let it go can be really powerful for helping to, to decrease those things. And as you mentioned earlier, that helps in the workplace because it kind of gets rid of that negative energy that you're holding onto and, and creates a little bit more of a positive environment. So, um, yeah, I, I just, I think it's really cool, which is why we were so excited to bring you on. So, yeah, yeah thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's also, um, you know, I think so many of us, um, fall into this place of creating a bad relationship with our thoughts. Yeah. Um, and we allow those, then we allow those terrible thoughts, um, to really define us from things that have happened in the past. And, you know, as far as physical injury goes, a lot of times um we get frustrated and down and we create such a horrible relationship with our injury um and it's sad that we don't necessarily take the time um to teach people that um you're creating this bad relationship your negative thinking but you absolutely each one of us um for the most part absolutely has the power to turn that negative thinking and that negative relationship into positive thinking and a healthy relationship with your emotional and physical issues. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the mental aspect of pain is really crucial. And it's something too, where, where it seems like, um, like somebody may come in, for example, uh, to see us. And a lot of the people that we see are typically limited from doing something that they enjoy. And in most cases, they are physically well enough. Like there, you know, there's no serious, serious, like red flag indication that they won't ever be able to do something again. But the biggest mm -hmm. concern is, is that fear that they won't be able to partake again. And then that fear almost governs their perception of their own pain or injury. Right. You know? Yeah. And so, and so having uh, a resource to be able to kind of deal with that, um, I mean, it's crucial. I mean, yeah, your, your perception of, of your own condition plays a large role in your ability to overcome it. Right. Yep. Yeah. And if you're, ha if you're having, you know, back to kind of what we were saying in the beginning, um, your, you know, negativity, um, that by the way, I, I should say, you know, it's, it's totally accidental. You don't realize, you know, that you, it's not like anybody wants to have that. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. And, and it's okay. Um, but a lot of this, um, work that I do with yoga, mindfulness and meditation is also not going back and regretting that you've been in this place. Um, and it's really about just finding that acceptance of yourself and, and letting go of the judgment of yourself, because, you know, you often see that judgmental people are, are judging other people because they're judging themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and they're being negative towards themselves. So once you start to, um, do this work and, and when I say do this work, um, it's also a service. So once you learn yoga and meditation, um, giving back as a service 
and, and teaching to others, or at least just sharing what you know, um, that, that means so, so much to people, um, especially people that have never really heard it before, because um, now you're helping someone become more positive and, and positivity and happiness. Like I said, happiness is contagious. They spread. Um, and that's, that's really why I do what I do. I just, I want people to be more positive, accept themselves and, and be happy. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's great. We were talking about it yesterday too. Um, we were, I'm not sure if you ever listened to, uh, Tim Ferriss's podcast, uh, but a while back he, he used to have this like question that he would ask everybody. It was like, you know, if you could put a message up on a billboard, um, for thousands to see, what would it be? And so Joe asked me and I was like, chill out, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh. I was just thinking, chill out. Like, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So everything's fine. Just, yeah. Chill out. I know, man, like go with the flow. Jeez. Like, <laughs> I don't know. My, my dad always used to say, uh, life is a game. Um, which I think, you know, you could take that a lot of different ways, but when it comes down to it, it's like, yeah, kind of like, and, and you choose, you choose how you want to play. Um, you know, and if you can, if you can continue to remind yourself that it's just a game, um, and be strategic when you're moving these pieces of your life, um, it, it's huge. Yeah. I, I gotta ask too, just, uh, just because I, I think I know, but I, I want the real answer. Where did the name, so the company's named Day Vibes, where did the mm-hmm. name come from? What's the inspiration behind it? Um, so pretty much, well, I think I was supposed to have been born in the seventies. First of all, there was like nice. a major mistake. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> but I, I do love the word vibes and, you know, a lot of yoga and meditation, you know, it's about putting out these good vibes, um, and bringing these good vibes into our lives. And then I started thinking, you know, I really want to work with corporations and, um, day vibes. I want to work with corporations between the hours of nine to five, um, Monday through Friday, because this is when, you know, the corporate world, excuse me, world is running, um, during the day. And we have enough to think about before and after work. Um, and if, you know, employers truly want employees and their machines, uh, to run smoothly, they should be carving this time out for their workers, um, which is going to in turn help them retain. It's also going to help with productivity. It's going to help um, each people, uh, person, excuse me, in their individual roles become more successful, which in turn is going to make the entire uh, company more successful. So it, to me, needs to happen between the hours of nine and five here in America. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Becoming more mindful of what you're doing throughout the day so you don't ruminate on it after work. Just adding to the list of things that we stress about after work. Um, yeah, I think that's that's a really, a really great name. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. And I, my background's also in design. Um, so as I was drawing my logo, I love suns. Um, mm-hmm. So half of my logo is a sun and then the other half is a light bulb, which is energy and vibes. Um, so that's how I kind of came up with my logo too. Yeah, it's a great logo. We'll, we'll post Thanks. it on the website too, because it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. 
Thanks. Cool. Um, all right. So just to make sure I can, uh, I can get you out on time too, cause I know, um, so it, it, wrapping things up, um, we had this like lightning round of questions that we like to ask. They're just, you know, random questions that we put together. Um, and it's mostly just for fun. So if you're ready, I'm going to have Dr. Joe here, read them off to you. Okay. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> what is the most influential book that you've read? Mm, I love outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, I read that one. Yeah. Mm. That was a good one. Yeah. Uh, he's another, he's a couple other good ones that I think I've read. Um, of course the name is escaping me right now, but <laughs> yeah. Gladwell. Yeah. I think one is the tip tip something. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Of course I'm not thinking of it. Um, what was uh, now I'm just curious and I'm going to expand on this. What was uh, the biggest takeaway for, for you with that book? Um, I think that pretty much practice, um, is what makes perfect along with, um, luck. Um, for instance, they talk a lot about, um, you know, uh, with the male hockey team, um, they talk about your birth date and, um, having more time and more practice, um, to become an amazing player. They also talk about, um, I love music so much, but they talk about the Beatles and how the Beatles were given an opportunity, I believe at Amsterdam, um, to play at this bar, like continuously. And they, they took that time as practice to become the greatest rock and roll band in history. Um, because of that opportunity to just continue to get better. Yeah. That birthday or that birthday, that uh, book always made me feel uh, like my birthday set me back because it does talk about <laughs> how if you're, if you're born at the beginning of the year, you have literally just more time within the year than yeah. was born later in the year. And as a September birthday, being a little later, I was like, dang. So if I was born in Jan- January, I would have been a better lacrosse player. But yes, you know, we'll see. I don't know about that. But uh, yeah. okay. What book are you reading currently? Mm, okay, so I am not, um, I'll fully admit, I'm more of a, a binge watcher than a reader. <laughs> um, at this, yeah, especially at this point in my life, I'm tired, um, <laughs> which sounds so bad. Um, but I am reading this great book by Coach Jenny, um, and it's called Hilda. And she names uh, the voice inside of her brain, Hilda. And um, it's about dealing with, you know, if you're experiencing imposter syndrome um, or any of those feelings when you're um, just in your day to day, you know, when you're ready to try something new or you're ready to um, do a task and maybe you're a procrastinator all the things that the voice inside of your head is telling you and how to deal with your Hilda, whatever it is you want to name her (laughs) or him. (laughs) That's so interesting. What would you name the voice in your head? Oh man. I don't know. (laughs) I have to, I have to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, if you could have any meal delivered to your door tonight from anywhere in the world, what would it be? Oh my gosh. Okay, lightning round, so I can't think too long. Um, <laughs> uh, it's never been a quick round for what it's worth. <laughs> well, I will say um, 
I'll go with this one for myself, but more so for my son, um, because I love to watch him eat and food makes him so happy. So I would say Fa from Fa now, which is right down the street. We love Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. Such a great comfort food. Yes. I am so guilty of getting Fa all the time. <laughs> I can confirm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last question. If you could go back in time and give your younger version of yourself a piece of advice, what would it be? Mm, probably chill out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> just like, definitely. I see that theme there. <laughs> yeah. Just like that. Yeah. <laughs> just like the billboard chill out. Um, and, and actually, you know, take it to heart more so than, than I did then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a skill. It's a skill that's got to be practiced. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> it's yeah. not easy. Cool. Um, so we're, we'll put it in the notes and everything, but where, uh, where can people find you if they're looking for you? Yeah. Um, so I'm on Instagram at day vibes, LLC, um, Facebook also I'm on LinkedIn day vibes, LLC, and also my crazy name. I used to be Jess Riley. Um, now I'm just Lupacino, which is a whole lot of consonants. Um, <laughs> I have to spell check it every time I type it. <laughs> yeah. My mom um, had such a terrible time spelling uh, my married name Lupacino, but I came up with a good way. You can sing the Mickey Mouse song, L-U-P-A-C-C-K-A-I-N-O. And it like, <laughs> it fits perfect. And I've told a million people and it kind of sticks. So. <laughs> but yeah, um, my website is dayvibes.org and my email address is jess at dayvibes.org. And I won't say my cell phone number here, but it is just my cell phone number that's listed. You can call me, text me anytime. Cool. And then just in general, do you have any projects, events, or anything that you just want to kind of plug as a, as a shout out as to anything you're working on or anything that you're passionate about that you want to bring some attention to? Um, sure. Thanks for asking. So, um, the second annual create vibration yoga and music festival is coming up. Uh, we did our first one last year, um, hosted, I should say our first one last year at Joanna music, um, or Joanna furnace in Morgantown, PA. It happens in late September. It's a full day of, um, yoga and wellness workshops, vendors, um, suburban, came last year, which is an awesome restaurant with a really cool, uh, food truck. And we had, um, beers and a really cool Volkswagen bus, Le garage winery came out and served wine. Yeah. And we had, a um, I think we had five bands and singer songwriters. Um, so we're hoping to do this again next year with lower ticket prices for the full day. Can't beat that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll put the details in the, in the show notes too. Um, cool. thank you so much for hanging out with us. Um, we're obviously big fans of what you do. And, uh, and I think in general, I mean, you gave a lot of good information about what you do and what people should look out for. And, um, yeah, we just really appreciate your positive attitude and, and everything that you're doing to, to make a positive impact on the world here. So thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate you having me. It was great. 